who is going to be taking our prayer request into the throne room. Amen. And so with that said, we're going to go forth now and call uh, Brother Thomas to give us our invocation. Thank you, Father, for waking us up this morning to a wonderful new day and week to give you praise, glory, and honor. We welcome you, Holy Spirit, to be in our midst on this day that the Lord has made and to be with us every day this week on this broadcast. We bind every hindering spirit that may attempt to come to steal, hinder, block, or sabotage anything that the Lord would have us to do on this week. We bind the hands of Satan now and break every evil deed to stop the word or hinder the prayers that are off, that be offered. We lose forth power, love, and anointing of the Holy Ghost, righteousness, peace, and truth this day. Father, touch every person who is present today. And all those will be listening each and every day that they will receive from you all that you have for them in Jesus' name. Bless each day. Sister Banks, who will give the word of the day, the scripture reader, Apostle Rose, and those who will be praying this week, move by your mighty power in Jesus' mighty name. Amen, amen, and amen. 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 Good morning, everyone. Our word for today is divine retribution. May God bless and keep you all as you go about your day, allowing him to intervene on your behalf, remembering that vengeance is the Lord's and nobody can repay your adversaries as he can on this divine retribution Monday. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. 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 Psalm 109. A psalm of David. Hold not thy peace, O God, of my praise. For the mouth of the wicked and the mouth of the deceitful are open against me. They have spoken against me with a lying tongue. They compassed me about also with words of hatred, and fought against me without a cause. For my love, they are adversaries, but I give myself unto prayer. And they have rewarded me evil for good, and hatred for my love. Set thou a wicked man over him, and let Satan stand at his right hand. When he shall be judged, let him be condemned, and let his prayers become sin. Let his days be few, and let another take his office. Let his children be fatherless, and his wife a widow. Let his children be continually vagabonds, and beg. Let them seek their bread, also out of their desolate places that the extortionist catch all that he has, and let the stronger spoil his laborer, stranger, excuse me. 
that there be none to extend mercy unto him neither, that there be any to favor his fatherless children, and his prosperity be cut off. And in the generation following, let them, let their name be blotted out, that the iniquity of his fathers be remembered with the Lord, and let not the sin of his mother be blotted out. Let them be before the Lord continually, that he may cut off the memory of them from the earth, thus saith the Lord. Amen. Amen. Oh, my goodness. Thank you so much. My, my, my. What a powerful lineup. Amen. Thank you, Brother Thomas, for opening us up uh, with the invitation. Uh, Sister Katrina for reading our scripture. But my, what a word, what a word. That word of the day. Talking about uh, a right on-time word to match. Um, this particular psalm, and especially these first 15 verses that we are covering as we are taking this particular chapter and dividing it up into two parts. Amen. Divine retribution. Oh, my goodness. Looking at the word retribution, talking about a punishment inflicted on someone as vengeance for a wrong or criminal act. That's the, uh, one of the definitions the word retribution. Um, And so when we're looking at that divine retribution, we can actually see how punishment will come to those uh, who have done wrong. There are many that are doing wrongful acts, but we don't have to worry about taking vengeance upon our own hands. God's got it, and he's going to handle it, and he's going to bring about a divine retribution. And we can see that even in this psalm as as a prayer. You know, and it's not, let me just say as a whole, the entire chapter is not really an easy one to read. It's it's really, it's some heavy stuff going on in this particular psalm. It's some heavy words. It's some harsh things. And technically it's showing forth uh, the hardness of what is going on in the world around the psalmist here. You see, it, it's not a, uh, when you read it, it's not polite. It, it's just, it's just not. It's not going to be polite. You know how we read. Uh, the Sermon on the Mount, you know how sweet it is, just such a wonderful message and a polite message. Well, this one ain't polite. <laughs> and when we began to look at it here, you know, um, even when I thought about reading this particular psalm and then going back to the word, you know, uh, of Jesus in the book of Luke, um, chapter 6, talking about the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus was uttering the woes you know, against those who were rich and the well-fed and the happy and the popular. And so here we see in this particular psalm, we see some other kinds of stuff that is going on in here. You see, the, the early Christians, uh, um, they saw in, in the experience of the psalmist the suffering. They saw even the vindication uh, of Jesus. And so, you know, we hear the crying uh, in this psalm by an individual who has been hounded by his enemy. And so what is he doing? He's crying out to God. He's crying out to the Lord for help. And it's some strong language. Um, the picture is, is, is quite vivid. Uh, he ain't trying to fix up nothing, and he ain't sugarcoating anything. 
He's praying that the Lord will literally destroy the enemy. And look, he he just he's not even going so far as just the enemy that that particular individual. I mean, he's talking about the whole family. Just wipe them out, you know. Just wipe them out, remove them completely, totally annihilate them. And so it's a cry out here in the first five verses to God to come to help, you know. And then we look at the punishments that we're going to talk about here in just a moment. You know, he's praying that God would bring about. Uh, instantly, he would inflict hardness on these enemies. We see that even through uh, starting at verse 6 all the way up to verse 20. And then he's, he's renewing his cry as a summary as to what we're talking about today and tomorrow, you know, even his cry to God. There are some things that's being renewed here from verses 21 to 29. And as we close out, we're going to see about the promises you know, that is made to give God praise for answered prayer because God is an answering uh, God. He will answer our prayer when we call out to him. But this morning, we want to, to focus and hone in on these first 15 verses and, and attempt to, to get a better understanding of what is being said here and how is it applied to you and my life, our life as a whole today, right now. You see, the psalmist is praying that God, I don't need you being quiet today. You know, we there's some stuff going on. It's a mess in the camp. It's some things that is happening, and I need you to, to not be inactive, but I need you to come and to bring about a, a vengeance. I need you to respond to my cry. You see, he wanted God to take action against his enemies. He's saying, hold not, right here in verse 1, hold not thy peace. He said, oh, God, of my praise. If there is ever a time that you and I need to look at the verses, not just words on a piece of paper, but there are instructions for you and I to live by today. Sometimes we've just got to say, God, I give you praise, but I'm asking you right now, don't hold your peace. You know, hold not your peace. In other words, Lord, I give you praise today, but please don't be silent. <laughs> I need you to do something. You know, answer my cry, Lord. You say, you see, the, the, the psalmist, his enemies are wicked, and there is no reason for them to be doing the things that they're doing to him. They're lying. There's all kind of evil things that's taking place that we see even in verses 2 and 3. And when you've got wicked folks all around you, it's no time to sit around and twiddle your fingers or stick your head in the sand. It's time to pray just like this psalmist did. See, my thing is I I believe that we have to be real with who we are. And there are times when we've got to come out and we've got to say, Lord, you know all about my haters. You know about the deceivers. You know all about these wicked folks. You know that I've got some liars, there's some connivers all around. I've got folk hating on me without a cause, and I need your help now quick and in a hurry. Hallelujah. Sometimes it takes becoming bold as lions. Hallelujah. And people will say, well, you know what, that's just harsh. Well, the word of God can be harsh. And there are situations and circumstances that causes us to have to become bold as lions and to cry loud and to spare not. 
And so these words that may appear harsh, even right here in this psalm of this particular psalmist, is coming not from agitation or any kind of inconvenience, but it's coming because his heart has been deeply wounded. We see that in in verses 1 through 5. And in spite of, you know, I would say his pietist or his righteous life, he gives God praise right in verse 1. It talks about the prayer in verse 4. He shows an innocence in verse 3, and then he really shows us a friendship. You know what friendship is even in verses 4 and 5. I mean, this is a man that has been publicly slandered by ungodly and treacherous deceivers. And without minimizing, you know, uh, the, the trauma, and we're talking about emotional trauma here of some injustices, you know, it's, it's a grievous effect, you know. And so it's that challenge that is here. And he's talking about this and bringing it before the Lord. See, it's one thing when, when one does wrong and, and they have to be literally, um, the things are being brought out in the public. But it's another thing when one is innocent, you see. And so here, this is an innocent person that he's got people that is hating him without a cause. See, his enemies are attacking him for no reason at all. He hasn't given them any reason for attack. And so the psalmist, even though they are attacking him, he continues to love them. We see that even in verse 4, this shows that he's praying even for them. And so the psalmist is protesting. You know, he's stating that he's completely innocent. He has given his enemies no reason for their hatred. But you know how it is. People can sometimes hate you for no reason. You can, you can give the clothes off of your back. You can feed the hungry. You can go out and bestow your goods upon those that don't have, and people will still hate you. Matter of fact, some will hate you just for that purpose all by itself. And so another way to hear his words is basically, um, you know, the way I saw this on this morning, you know, as Lord, I do good things for them. But look, they paid me back with bad stuff. I love them, God, but they hate me. Hallelujah. And sometimes we can see life to be just like that. There may be some that are dealing with that. You know, even even right now, you know, people that you love, they still hate you. You know, people that you build up, they tear you down. And so convinced that God will not permit this challenge to go unanswered, uh, the psalmist is taking his case before the righteous judge. Glory, hallelujah. You see, here is that appeal, you know, that appeal, which is a righteous indignation rather than being vindictive. Some people are just vindictive, you know, stuff that happens, they become vindictive. And so it's possible to take all or part of these verses as as a a looking as a quoting of the enemy's curses against the psalmist because we know that they're spearing out some bad words. They're spearing out some evil things, you know, rather than us looking at the psalmist just cursing at the enemy even though, you know, what they were doing would cause him to spew out words of cursing. And so the psalmist now is beginning a long list of misfortunes. I mean, let's just keep it real. This is exactly what is happening. You know, he is calling down upon his enemy by praying that the man will be brought to trial, you know, 
And so here, this is what happened. This is a, a trial. And it's to be noticed here, it's talking about the enemy. It's used all throughout. It actually sounds, when we read this particular uh, verses, it's like the setting in a court where here the psalmist is standing trial and, and his prayer is directed against the judge and the false witnesses. You know, these are people who are there that are set to see him destroyed, to see him come to utter ruin. And so in verse 6, here is a wicked man that is over him. We see a, a, a corrupt judge. And I, you know how many judges, unfortunately, but, but let the truth be told, we have many, play, many people that are put in these positions that they are, and we see it all the time, we hear it on the news, that they make wrongful uh, judgment because they've been brought out. They've been paid uh, under the table. And so here, maybe a corrupt judge who his eyes has been closed, perhaps, because somebody then gave him a little something, something in his hand, a little money. And so the last part of this verse actually says, and let Satan stand at his right hand. Here we got the accuser. You know, and, and the word tells us clearly that Satan is even an accuser of the brethren. Even now, the enemy is standing, you know, uh, with others that are there to bring false witness, to be the false accuser of the brethren even today. Verse 7 now, for some might seem a little confusing, but nowhere else in the Old Testament does the Hebrew word for prayer mean anything other than prayer that is addressed to God. And so we can better see this as, as saying, you know, God triumphs. And declare him guilty. Consider even his prayer a crime. You know, here the judge can be praying against him, you know, wanting him to fall, wanting him to fail. And so then we move in verses 8 and 9, here the psalmist is praying for his enemy. Look, premature death, you know. And with that is going to come some consequences that can be devastating, not just for the perpetrator, but for his entire family. I mean, he's asking for this evil person, listen, to lose his office. That office is the man's job. And when you lose your job, you can lose your goods. And here this person in office is most likely that he's got wealth that he's hoarding unto himself. And so he's asking God, tear that down. Bring it down, Lord. You know, the petition has in view this man's death. Verse 9 actually repeats the request for this man's premature death so that his children, look at this, he ain't playing, that they become orphans, his wife become a widow, Lord have mercy. And then in verse 10, it concentrates on the situation of this man's children even after he's long gone off the scene, after he has died. He talks about here, may they be driven from. You know, that's what the word says here, be driven from. They're being driven from where? From their homes that is now ruined. From their lives that they had everything going for them that now that has been destroyed. It's become ruined. And may they be forced to live as beggars, vagabonds, being castaways in the streets. Last night I was watching a movie, Divergent, and we could see the people that are just left out in the street, that have been cast out, 
You know, here there was a witnessing of a people who had been driven away from their homes, left to dig through the garbage for food or to depend on the handouts from those that were around. Here his man is praying. The psalmist is praying against this this person, this man, and all of his descendants. My, my, my. And then the prayer even continues when we look at verses 11 to 13, where the psalmist is hoping that after the enemy's death, his creditors or the creditor, you know, this is the people or the person that he even owed money to will come, that everything that they had, that those debtors will take positions, uh, possessions of all their belongings. Isn't that something? I'm telling you, this is some heavy stuff here today. And then verse 11 says in the last part, let the strangers spoil his labor. My, my, my. I mean, this is serious. He was praying that the strangers get everything that they worked for. I mean, others will live in the house that he built. Here, that, that false judge, that false witness, everything that they might have gained, that it be taken away from them that somebody else will drink the wine from the orchards, the grapes in which they had planted, those vineyards that they had planted, that others will enjoy the fruit of the judge's labor. <laughs> That's what's going to take place even for the saints of God. God will give you, you know, your portion from what the heathen had built up and laid up for himself that have come against you. They won't even get to enjoy it. Why? Because the wealth of the wicked is laid up. It's being set in place for those who are righteous, for those who have chosen to walk upright before the Lord. God will cause your enemy to lose everything that they've got. Those that have spoken against you, cause them to lose it, and you gain it all. Cause them to have visions and goals and dreams and passions and purposes. Ministries, organizations, businesses that they will lose because of their unrighteousness and will give it to you, it's saying. Stuff that they've labored and toiled for because they've done it wrongfully. They had wrongful motives. They had hidden agendas. God will snatch it and pull the, the rug right out from underneath of it and turn around and give it to his people. And then in verse 12, we see. That prayer is offered, that not even mercy or kindness be shown. My, my, my. I mean, no mercy, no pity. Forget the favor. That ain't happening. And not only does the psalmist pray for his enemy's death, but also for the death of his descendants. Talking about that generation following so that the family line will disappear. My God, help us, Lord. Verse 13 is heavy. See, that generation following will not even be known. There will be no existence of them as they're cut off. They're cut out. And even in verse 14, even his enemies' ancestors, they're included. You see, he says in those, those two lines here in verse 14, be remembered and not be blotted out. These are ways of asking God, Lord, don't even forgive them. These are people you don't need to even forgive. And then in verse 15, again, we're talking about punishment here. You know, this we, we, the day was called divine retribution. Here is, a, is the, the psalmist crying out, God, bring about a punishment upon these people 
because they wrongfully done him. They committed a criminal act. Let them means the iniquity and the sin of verse 14. Let them be shown here in verse 15. They're before the Lord. So, Lord, don't even forgive them. Don't forget what they've done. This verse talks of the, the memory of them, which means what people remember, even about the fathers and the mothers. And so as we're closing out this morning, as we see these particular 15 verses, the curse in, in uh, this particular chapter from verses 6 through 15, it strikes at what was most meaningful in that society. There's a loss of standing before God and humanity. There's the early death in verses 8 and 9. We see the the loss of wealth in verses 10 to 12. And you know what? Not only is there a loss of wealth, we see the loss of an offspring, even in verse 13. This psalmist is asking that all of the enemy, you know, everything that he's accumulated uh, because through malice, the wealth, the prestige, even the continual name and the future generations to come, that they literally be taken away, that they be removed and remembered no more. Saints, I want you to know that we are living in an age and in a time today. This is why we're constantly crying out and praying for mercy. We're constantly praying out for God's grace. We thank God that every day that we arise to see where God has given new mercies each and every morning. You see, back in the day, the prayers were rough. They were tough. And there comes times when people don't recognize and don't realize that if the Lord wants to really reward us for what we do and for what we've done, we would not be here today. It's because you know, of God's goodness, because of God's love, because of his mercy that endure every single day that we're here today. What a sad thing it would have been for us had the things that we have done for others in our life at some time or another, if somebody had prayed this prayer against us, we would not be here. I pray that through these verses it will cause us to become humbled, that we will bow before the Lord, that we will ask for forgiveness for the times that we've brought hurt, that we've brought pain, that we have lied, that we have been false about things, that we have falsified information. May we take a look at ourselves in the mirror, allow the word of God to show us who we really are, and come before God and ask for forgiveness so that we won't have of the prayer as this psalm is prayed against these people, pray toward us. We pray that God will forgive us and help us to walk away, walk in a way that is holy, that is righteous, being a people that is a people of integrity, walking in the love of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. God bless you as we are about to pray. Amen. I pray that these verses will go through with you all day long. Amen. 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 Good morning. I am Minister Carla, and I will be taking your prayer request on this morning. So if you have any prayer requests, 
I'll be taking those now. Amen. Amen. Good morning, Minister Carla. Amen. Amen. Um, amen. Um, don't forget to pray this morning, to continue to pray for our families. Amen. For salvation, healing, and deliverance. Um, pray for my boys as they go through this situation. My sons get ready to travel, traveling, those that are traveling this morning, and those that have court cases, those that are in the prison, our mothers, our elderly mothers, especially during this time of heat, that God will provide the necessary means that they have, um, that they may have, that others will go and check on them during this time and continue to pray for our nation. We know that God already has a man, but let us continually just bombard heaven and pray for all those that are being murdered every day, for you know, continuously taking authority over that murdering spirit that's in the land. Amen. And keep the Kingdom of God Fellowship Church in prayer as we continue to do what God is calling us to do. Amen. 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 Um, Minister Carla, I'm asking for prayer for all of those that are um, bereaved today, those that are preparing to um, bury loved ones. Um, if you would uh, remember uh, Miss Irene Butler uh, for continued healing in her body. Also want to lift up uh, our court system on today um, for the judges, for the attorneys, um, for all of those that work in the legal system and want to pray for those that are incarcerated um, That is, and those that are awaiting sentences. Uh, we want to lift up those that are um, that are dealing with legal issues, that they will come to deal with those issues and to get those problems uh, resolved. So just want to pray today, especially in the regards of legal matters. Continue to lift up all of those that are sick, um, those that are shut in, those that are preparing even this morning. Sister, we want to pray for Sister Katrina and all those preparing for various tests um, and surgical procedures. God bless you. Thank you so much, Minister Carla, for praying. And um, Sister Irene, um, what's her last name? Butler. Butler. Okay. Amen. 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 Are there any more? Yes. Good morning. Um, I would like a prayer request for all of the veterans. Um, that are overseas and those that are here, and for those that are hospitalized, for the workers that are in the VA hospitals that help to tend to their needs and also to spiritually uplift them in their time of this uh, distress, and also, also that you know, a lot of times we seem to forget that these people, the ones that really have these uh, jobs that we think that are so glamorous, that are so easy, are some of the hardest jobs it is because not only are they dealing with individuals, they're dealing with various individuals. And um, it it really affects them, and, and we often don't even wonder about what's happening in their lives. So I would like a, a prayer request for all of those that work in the medical profession and also for the caregivers, 
that are out there that tends to the ones that are that are sick and under duress, especially now with this heat problem, because we have to be so sensitive for the children and the seniors. Amen. Amen. Are there any more? Amen. If all hearts and minds are clear, you will begin to pray. Amen. Heavenly Father, we come before you this morning. We come before you thanking you, Father God, for another untimely day. We come before you thanking you for your grace and mercy. We come before you thanking you for your love and kindness on this morning. Father, we just thank you. We just thank you. We just thank you. We thank you for waking us up clothed in our right mind. We just thank you for starting us on our way. We just thank you for being able to lift our voices to the heavens on this morning. We we thank you for being able to give you the first fruit of our morning on this today, Father. Father, we just adore you this morning. For you are King of kings and your Lord of lords on this morning. For you are worthy to be praised. Father, we just love you this morning, Father God. Father, we humble ourselves before you, Father God, on this morning, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we just thank you, Father God, for the movement of our limbs on today. We thank you for being able to see, Father. We thank you for being able to hear, Father God. We just thank you for being able to mingle our voices, Father God, in prayer. We thank you for mingling our voices in fellowship. Father God, for we do not take this for granted, Father God. We thank you for deeming us worthy this morning, Father God. We thank you for having us first on your mind this morning, Father God. Father God, we just thank you. We just thank you. We just thank you for your peace this morning that surpassed all understanding. Father, we just thank you for your precious love this morning that you shared out upon us this morning. Father, we just thank you for your presence and meeting us here on this morning, Father, because we know you didn't have to, but we just thank you for meeting us here this morning. We just thank you for allowing us to be here one more time on morning manor. We thank you for allowing us to be able to sup at your table once again on this morning, Father. We thank you, Father, for we do not take this for granted, Father. We thank you. We glorify you. We magnify you. We exalt you on this morning, for you are worthy to be praised. You are worthy to be praised. You are worthy to be praised on this morning. Father, we come before you, enter into your presence with thanksgiving in our hearts. We enter into your presence with a mouth full of praise this morning, praising you for you are worthy to be praised. We come before you asking you, Lord God, we come with the heart of repentance this morning, asking you to forgive us of our sins, forgive us of our sins of omission, forgive us of our sins of commission, Father, forgive us of our transgressions, Forgive us of our iniquities, Father God. Father, we ask that you forgive us of the sins of our hearts. Forgive us of the sins of our hands. Forgive us of our sins of our feet, God. Going places you told us not to go. Doing things you told us not to do. Forgive us of the sins of our tongue, saying things we're not supposed to say, Father God. We ask that you forgive us on today, Lord God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Forgive us for thinking things we're not supposed to think, God. We ask that you just forgive us this morning, God, 
in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, I pray for the hearts of your children on today. Lord, I ask that you go into those chambers this morning. Go into those secret chambers, Lord God, of our hearts, God. We ask that you remove everything that is not of you, Father God. Everything that's a hindrance, everything that's a stumbling block, Father God. Everything that's a plot in the plan of the enemy. Every seed of discord that's been planted in our hearts. Every seed of unforgiveness that has been planted in our hearts, God. We come against it on today, Father God. We bind up the spirit of unforgiveness, Lord God, and we release the spirit of forgiveness over your children. We bind up the spirit of hate and release the spirit of love over your children, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. We bind up malice. We bind up envy on this morning. We release unity and love and charity over your children on today, Father God. In the mighty name of Jesus, you remove everything that's been oppressed and suppressed in those secret chambers, Father. Father, we ask that you show us the error of our ways on this morning. We ask that you fill our hearts, Lord God, with love on this morning, God. And, Father, I ask that you touch every heart and heart, Father God, on this morning and give them a heart of flesh, God. Father, I ask that you bind together every heart that's been wounded, God, with the healing balm on this morning, God. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, I ask that you just give us a new heart, Father God, on this morning. I ask that you purge us and heal us upon this morning, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father God, we just thank you right now for moving, Lord God, on this morning. Father, this morning we pray for families, Father God. Father, Lord, we ask that you bind the family unit together with the course of love on this morning. Father, we ask that you give them a heart for one another, Father God. We ask that you strengthen them, Lord God, like never before during this time and this season, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we bind up the spirit of dysfunction that's running rampant amongst family units on today, and we bind it up and command it to go to dry places, and we release the function and spirit of love and the Holy Spirit over these families and unity and peace over the family unit today, Father God. Father, we ask that you give the fathers hearts for the mothers and mothers hearts for the father and fathers and give the parents hearts for their children, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we ask that you touch the heads of the family, Father God, the elders of the family, Father God. We ask that you strengthen them even now, Father God, to pour out unto the younger, Father God, wisdom and knowledge and understanding, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father God, we call forth the elders from the north, south, east, and the west among the family units, Father God. We 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 ask, Lord God, that you give them a spirit of boldness, Father God, to open their mouths and to pour out over their young ones today, Lord God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father God, we come against the rebellious spirit, Father God, that is running rampant amongst family units. We bind it up today, today and we release unity, Father God, and we release submission unto their family, unto the Holy Spirit on today, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father God, we ask, Lord God, that you send salvation, Father God, amongst these family units, healing and deliverance, Father God, amongst the family units on today, Father God. You send it as a rushing flood in this time and this season, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Give them an unction in their bellies to just want to serve you, Father God, to want to turn away from their wicked ways, Father God, and give their lives unto you on today, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father God, we lift up 
Pastor Baker's sons, Father God, as they begin to travel, Father God, we ask that you give them traveling grace and mercy. You have kept your angels around them, Father God, as they go to and fro, Father God. Wherever that seek touch, Father God, let it be blessed, Father God. When they enter into their, 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 the sources of travel, Father God, let it be blessed, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we ask that you keep them, Lord God, in perfect peace as they go to and fro, Father God, knowing that you are in control, Father God, knowing that they will arrive and depart safely in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we pray for everybody that is traveling, Lord God. We ask that you give them traveling grace. You send your angels before them to camp around their vehicles, Father God, and you go before them, Father God, and make every crooked way straight on this day, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we pray for those, Lord God, and the prison system on today, Father God. Father, we ask that you touch them in a mighty way. You touch their hearts. You touch their minds, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, you awaken in them even now, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, as they're going through their storms, Father God, let them know that this is not the end, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, let them hear from you, Father God. Let them see your hand move mightily in their lives during their time of incarceration, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we ask that you bring forth the evangelist, Lord God, the teachers, the preachers, Lord, the prophets, the apostles, Lord God, that are incarcerated, Father, that will lead your children who are incarcerated, Father God, to you in the mighty name of Jesus, Father. Let them look past their circumstances, Father God. Remove the scales from their eyes, Father God, so they can see you and see you moving mightily in their lives, Father God. We ask that you strengthen their family, Father God, to be support system, Father God, to be the support system that they need during their time of incarceration, Father God. We ask that you send the provisions that they need, they need, Father God, through their families, Father God, through their friends, Father God. Whatever means, whatever means it may be, Father God, we ask that you meet their needs today. The families, Father God, as well as those who are incarcerated behind bars today, Lord God. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, we lift up the elderly mothers on today, Father God. We ask that you meet their needs. We ask that you meet the needs of each and every one that's going through the heat waves, Father God. Father, we ask that you send the provisions that they need. Send those fans, those expeditions, those meals, Father God, those drinks, whatever it is that they may need. Father, you send those charities that are willing to help who are called by your name. Those who have a heart for your children, Father God, who will help them, Father God, in this season, Lord, in their life, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we ask, Lord God, in the mighty name of Jesus, that you meet the needs of their family, Father, that they come together as one, Father God, during this time and help one another. In the mighty name of Jesus, through this extreme heat, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, we ask that you keep your elderly, Father, those who don't have anyone. You send those, Lord God, that will have a heart for them, Lord God, that will help them as well, Father God, on this morning. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we ask and we lift up those children, Father God. We ask that you cover them today, Father God, as they go out, Father God, and these sweltering sons, Father God. We ask that you keep them covered, Father God, on this morning, Father God. Let them feel a, feel a fresh wind, Father God, upon them, keep them keeping them cool or not this day, Father God. In the mighty name of Jesus, Father, we pray for our nation on this morning, Father. For we know, Father God, that you are in control, Father. Father, I pray for your children this morning, Father God, that we come together and humble ourselves, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, that we come together and unite in prayer, Father God.
God, like never before. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, I pray for those interceding on behalf of the nations on this morning, like never before. I ask that you strengthen them, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we pray for our government this morning, Father God. Show your hand mightily in the government this morning, Father, for you said that you hold the hearts of the kings in your hand, and you will turn it whatsoever way you will. Father, we ask that you give them a heart for your children on today, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we ask that you expose every plot and scheme of the enemy that's going on in our government in the mighty name of Jesus, Father. For you said that you will not allow your children to be deceived, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we ask that you touch the political arena, Father God. Father, we ask that you just fix Jesus. We ask you fix it today, Lord God, in the mighty name of Jesus. The only way that you can, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray that your children will not become way that they would not lose focus on you, even though all of these things that's going on in the political arena, Father God, we pray that, I pray that they keep their eyes focused on you, knowing that you are in control, that you are the head, that you know, and you know that our thoughts are not, your thoughts are not our thoughts, and your ways are not our ways, Father God. We thank you for moving now, even in the political arena. We thank you for we thank you for moving now, even amongst our nation, Father God of the lost, Lord God. I pray, Father God, those those evangelists and those prophets and those apostles and those that you said in their respectable places that come will come forth, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, and help the lost in our nations on today, Lord God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, I just ask that you just take control of our nation today, Lord God, that we think, Father God, but you know better, Father God. You know better. You know, you know this morning, Father God, we ask that you move mightily upon our nation this morning, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we come against the murderous spirit on today. We bind it up and command it to go to dry places on today, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, and we release your Holy Spirit, Father God, amongst our nation this morning, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, you said that we will tread over serpents and we will tread over scorpions on today, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. And I declare and decree that we shall trample over this murderous spirit on today in the mighty name of Jesus, Father God, as we unite in prayer that we shall continually trample over this murderous spirit in the mighty name of Jesus, Father God, we ask that you just pour out your spirit amongst our nation like never before, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, that you will cause an awakening that you will cause an uprising in the spirit, Father God, that we will begin to do what you called us to do. We will begin to say what you called us to say in the mighty name of Jesus, that we will decrease and you will increase in us even now on this morning, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we just thank you this morning, Father God, for moving. Father, we lift up the kingdom of God, fellowship church, Lord God. Father, we ask that you meet the needs, God, and you meet the heart's desires of this church, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, as we desire to do so much, Father God. We ask that you meet the need, Father God, for you know every need, and you know every heart desires, Father God. And as we go out, Father God, to do what you called us to do, Father God, we know that you are making a way. We know that you are doing it on our behalf. 
Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we thank you even now for strengthening us as a whole, as a church, Father God. We thank you for strengthening us as a people, Father God, to continuously stand, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, Lord, I pray Psalms 91 over the churches, Lord God, over the leadership, over on today, Father God, over each and every person that is on this line on this morning, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we lift up the bereaved families on today, Father God. We, we lift up those who are preparing to bury their loved ones. We lift up those who are going through. Father, we ask that you give them peace that surpasses all understanding on today. Father, we ask that you send those earthly angels on today, Father God, whether it be a phone call, a listening ear, a hug, a shoulder to cry on, a, 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 a tissue to wipe away the tears, Father God. Father, we ask that you send them on this morning, Father God. Send the ones that will speak life over them, that will speak peace over them during their time of bereavement. Send those that will stand, Father God, and be a pillar of support, even now, in the mighty name of Jesus, Father, as they prepare to go out and to travel to different places, in the mighty name of Jesus, Father, we ask that you cover them this morning, cover their families, Father God, as they travel, Father God, for these different purposes, Father God, to lay their family members at rest. We ask that you strengthen them even now, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. We ask that you massage their hearts on today, Father God, in the mighty way on this morning, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. Give them peace as a river this morning, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we lift up Sister Irene Butler today, Father. Father, we ask that you meet her needs, Father God. Father, whatever it is that she may need, Father God, on this morning, Father God, we ask that you meet it, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Whether it's healing, Father God, or provisions, Father God, we ask that you make a way this morning out of no way, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we ask that you open those doors that no man can open, and you open those doors that no man can close, Father God, in her life, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we pray for her strength on this morning, in the mighty name of Jesus. We ask that you strengthen her body, strengthen her heart. Strengthen her mind on this morning, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. We give, we ask that you give her a renewed strength, a strength that she's never received before in her life on this morning, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we lift up the court systems on this morning. We lift up the, the judges. We lift up the attorneys, all those in the legal arena, the legal system this morning. Father, we ask that you strengthen them like never before, Father God. We ask that you touch their hearts. Give them a heart for your children. Give them a heart for the people, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. We ask that you remove all of those, Father God, with ill will and ill intentions against the people, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we ask that you just touch their hearts on today. Father God, as they begin to work out these cases, Father, we know that you will be working it out in, in the favor of your children, Father. Give them a heart of mercy, Father God, and a heart of forgiveness, Father God. Give them a heart, Father God, for your children today, Lord God. Father, we ask, Lord God, that you expose every plot and scheme of the enemy, Father God, before court cases begin, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we ask that you go into those courtrooms that's saturated with your presence, Father God. But we know that you are attorney. We know that you are a judge, a righteous judge, Father. We know, we ask that you move mightily in the court system, in the legal system on today, Father God. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, we lift up those who have been waiting for sentences, Father God. 
Father, we ask that you strengthen them even now, Father God, as they wait, Father, as they continue to wait, Father God. Father, we know that you are working it out in their favor, Father God. We know that you are leaning in their direction on today, Father God. We ask that you strengthen them as well as their families, Father God, as they wait, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, Father. We ask that you give them the right sentences, Lord God. We ask that you give them sentences that will not be long and drawn out, Father God, that are not for them, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we pray for their we pray for their rehabilitation, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. We pray for those who are about to be released back into society. Lord, you send those that will stand with them, those that will pray with them, those that will lead them down the right path direction this morning. Those that will lead them to you, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. You meet their needs, their provisions, Father God. You send those jobs, Father God. You send those homes, Father God. Whatever it is that they may need, we ask that you meet it on today in the mighty name of Jesus. Father God, we pray for the sick and the shut-in on today. Father, we ask that you touch your children today. Father, touch their bodies on today. We come against the spirit of infirmity. We bind it up this morning, and we release your healing virtue, Father, over them from the crown of their heads to the soles of their feet. On this morning, we declare and decree that they shall be healed this morning, Father God. We talk, we speak to they command their bodies to line up with the word of God and be ye healed on this morning in the mighty name of Jesus. Father God, I ask that you give them the strength to pick up their beds, Father God, and walk, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we ask that you touch their doctors, Father God, touch the caregivers, touch those in the medical field this morning, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Continue to give them a heart for your children, Father God. Continue to give them a heart to want to help your children, Father God, like never before, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we know that you are their eyes and you are their hands, Father God, when they're in the surgery, Lord God. We call you Jehovah Rosai today. We know that you are a healer, Father God, and we thank you for healing them even now, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you for their healing this morning. We thank you for their healing on this morning, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we pray for Sister Katrina and those who are going through surgeries, Lord. Father, give them the peace that surpasses all understanding, knowing, Father God, that you are moving mightily, knowing that you are in control, knowing that you are there, Father God, and you are the doctor, Lord God, in the mighty name of Jesus, and you are leading them, Lord God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we pray for the veterans all over the world today. Lord, we ask that you meet their needs on today, Father God. We ask that you meet the needs of those who are sick this morning. Father, you send them the medical attention that they need. You send those, Lord, who are called by your name, Father God, that will help them, Father God. Those who will give them, who are called by your name, Father God. Those who will uplift them that will call that are called by your name. Those who will speak life of them, over them who are called by your name, Father God. Those charities who are called by your name, Father God, we ask that you send them forth on today from the north, south, east, and the west that will take care of your veterans who laid down their lives for this country, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father God, we come against every missile. Uh, illness, Father God, that's running rampant among your veterans this morning. 
Father, you are a mind stabilizer. Father, we ask that you stabilize their minds on this morning, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we come against every mind tormented spirit on this morning, Father God, like never before, and we command it to go to dry places, Father God, and we speak the mind of Christ over them on this morning in the mighty name of Jesus. We speak that they shall live and not die on this morning. They are Lord, that conquerors on this morning, we speak life over them this morning, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father God, we lift up those who are going through their distresses this morning. Father, we ask that you move mightily in their situations this morning. We lift up those in the medical professions, Father God, and those caregivers on this morning. Father God, continue, Lord God, to meet their needs. Father, continue to give them a heart for your children. And if they don't have a heart, we ask that you soften their hearts on this morning, God, in the mighty name of Jesus. We ask that you strengthen them in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we pray Psalms 91 over them this morning, Father God. And during their distressful times, Father, continue to renew, revive, and rejuvenate them as they continue to do this profession, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we lift up each and every person on this line, Father God. Father, we ask that you meet their needs on this morning and their hearts' desires on this morning, Father God, as they humble themselves before you, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, I ask that you continue to give us heart, service hearts and service minds, Father God, in this season, Lord God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, I pray protection of them as they go out and they're coming in on today, Father God. Go before them and make every crooked way straight, Father God, whether it be on their job or family vacation, whatever it is that they may be, Father God, we ask that you go before them this morning, Father. We just thank you for your presence. We thank you for your love this morning. We thank you for being able to petition to you freely this morning, Father, for you said, ask and he shall receive, Father God. And we're doing that this morning. We thank you, Father God, for moving on our behalf. In Jesus' mighty name, amen, amen, and amen. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Come on, somebody. Let's praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Give God a hallelujah praise. Hallelujah. We thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 We thank you, Jesus. Father, we just thank you for your vessel this morning that have prayed so fervently for us on today. God, we ask that you would strengthen her. Fill a cup today, God. Restore her, oh God. Refresh her, renew her, revive her, oh God. We thank you, Father, right now that we receive the prayer that has gone forth on this morning. And we ask that you would bless her today. We ask that you would bless her family, oh God. We ask that you would touch their lives on today, God. We thank you that nothing is broken, missing, or lacking, even in their lives today. And as she has prayed for us, God, we also cover her and we lift her up in prayer this day in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 To God be the glory. Amen. Well, I know we're already at the top of our line uh, hour this morning, but I just want to quickly, if there's someone that has um, you know, a quick praise report uh, because we want to take the rest and hold for tomorrow. But if there's someone that just have a burning praise report, something that has uh, taken place over this weekend um, that you just know that, you know, I just got to share it this morning because I might not get this opportunity on another time. We want to give you that time to be able to give your praise report. Amen. Well, good morning. Good morning, everyone. And God bless everybody. 
Uh, <laughs> uh, this weekend, we I was a part of a large outreach. Um, like many churches came from all over. Uh, we took the streets of Harlem, and 110 souls came to the Lord. Yes, we were we were in different sections. We broke up in uh different sections of Harlem. Um, I mean it was sweltering but to go I mean, but it was it was so good. I mean, like even though it was hot, ninety degree weather, hundred degree, but we stood in that sun. We gave out tracks, prayed for them. Uh, it was this, uh, such a need there. Um, yeah, I, I, it was just wonderful. And then we broke. Um, then we came back to the church, uh, what um, Bethel Gospel Assembly, um, where we came back to their church. Um, they had, um, and we had a service like like a a, a celebration of those who uh, they had testimonies about what they experienced um, bringing people to the Lord. Um, they had, um, like, we just broke bread. We just gave, we just came back and gave God praise. Um, I'm quite sure there was more than 110, but the record was 110. Uh, but I'm quite sure, you know, those tracks and stuff that we, people we ministered to, you know, we thank God for that too. But like okay. I said, I, yeah, yeah. So I'm, re- I mean, very much grateful. I thank God for that, that the God, God called me to for outreach because, um, like you said, we have so many people that need God and it's, it's just needed. And I'm so worried. I'm just like, you know, hey, to God be the God. I'm just like flabbergasted. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Neville, thank you so much, Evangelist Scott, for sharing that. That's a yeah. praise for That's something to give God praise about. Yes. You know, oh, 110 yeah. souls know, yeah. that know of, that they know of, and could be so much more. And so yeah. we rejoice with you and with all of those that went out on this mm-hmm. weekend, Evangelist. May the Lord continue to bless you because that's what it's all about. We can have all these other things, but it's all about witnessing uh, and and winning souls to Jesus Christ. That's yes. the work of the ministry. Amen. So yes. we thank God. We thank God. We do thank God for you. Yes. Amen. To God be the glory. Amen. Was yes. there anyone else real quickly? If not, uh, we, uh, if you can hold it till tomorrow, but uh, we know something like that needed to be shared today. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, we want to thank and praise the Lord for all of you that are here on this morning. Amen. We thank God for your patience and waiting out and and staying here with us on today. We know that there are some that are preparing perhaps to go to work or the various tasks that you have to do on today, but we just thank God for all of you. We pray that you will continue to lift us up in prayer. Be with us back here in the morning at 6 a.m. Eastern, 5 Central for another morning manor broadcast. We're just enjoying what the Lord is doing, the power of his word and the power of prayer. Our thanks go today for Brother Thomas. Amen for praying for us this morning, opening us up on today and for this entire week's broadcast. God bless you, Brother Thomas. 
Sister Banks, as always, we thank you for giving us our word for the day right on time. Sister Katrina, God bless you for reading our scripture. Minister Carla, blessings be upon your daughter for praying for us so fervently on today and for each and every one of you for participating in today's broadcast. We appreciate you. We love you, and we thank God for you on today. And so if all hearts and minds are clear, I'm going to call back Sister Katrina, who will come and give us our morning benediction. Amen. Coming from Jude, verses 24 and 25. Thank you, Apostle. Jude 24. Now unto him that is able to keep you from falling and to present your faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. To the only wise God, our Savior, be glory and majesty, dominion and power, both now and ever. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Well, on behalf of all of us here, always from the Kingdom of God Fellowship Church, we thank you all for being here. I pray you have a wonderful, blessed, glorious, fun-filled Monday. And remember that today is divine retribution. Hallelujah. Remember that on today. God is a good God. Amen. And he's worthy to be praised. Love you all. Enjoy your day. Amen. You too. God bless you. (laughs) Amen. 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 Be safe on the roads today, Sister Banks, Pastor Baker, Evangelist. We love you all. Amen. Amen. Same here. Have a blessed day, everyone. You too, Brother Thomas. God bless you, Minister Carla. We love you. Thank you. Amen. Yeah.